Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. I am so excited. I have the that you best You just can't news. hide it? I, I can't hide it. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm, about to, I'm about to lose control. And, and honestly, Zamp, I, I, think, I, I think I like it. I think I, I like it too, actually. And, and here's why. Um, uh, before the show, uh, uh-huh. I was home and I was working in the backyard, uh, as I do in the backyard that I totally have. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and you're never going to believe what I found. <laughs> what did you find? Golden plates. <gasps> I found these golden plates and they are inscribed. And this is, this is the, really, the really shocking part. The word of God. Wait. Did it come with a magic translation hat? It did. It did. It, it's kind of like a sorting hat, only it doesn't tell me I'm a Gryffindor. It tells me the word of God. Yeah, it's actually an old, like, San Antonio Spurs baseball cap. It is. It is. They had a really good season. Uh, they, it was they, from the championship year when Duncan was, like, really, really killing it. A, a lot of people don't remember that year, but thanks to that hat, I'll never forget. Yeah, Greg and, Popovich winning his coach, coach in that, history. That was part of what the, the plates talked about. But there was more, and only I, can can read it. Oh shit! Only okay. I can read it. Uh, and luckily, um, uh, I, I I'm supposed to have a partner to help translate. Uh, sadly, oh, I'm, good. I'm rolling solo. Okay, so I, I don't have it translated I yet. Can, I think I can translate for you. Oh, can you? I would I would be willing to do that. Uh, it just said partner. It didn't specify business partner, but I suppose that works. Sweet. Okay. Okay. So we'll go ahead and um, translate the word of God for the listeners. Maybe next episode. The the Church of Pop. Greg the, Popovich. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just amazed that out of all the backyards to plant these plates in. The, the one in, I totally in, have. In Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. At my condo. Yeah, exactly. In northeastern Oklahoma is where the, the you know, the, I mean, you know, the, the Mormons did say that the, the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. Yes. They, so really, that's. If, Let's it, fucking go. Yeah. Well, and, and have you ever been to Jackson County? Oh, it's the most beautiful place on earth. It is really Eden. Could you say that it's not? Uh, Yes. Uh, I don't think you can. Probably not. It's Missouri. Yeah. (laughs) Missouri. Guys, please welcome to the show one of my oldest and dearest friends and director of the brand new video for local band Groucho, Finn Wynn, everybody. Hello. Welcome. So uh, do you now just, uh, now you have the moniker of director? I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. Is this the first thing you've technically directed? Um, director is kind of a we like a loose term. Loose term. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you, did you get a chair? Because you've no. made a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, where I the company I work for, we we all wear different hats. Mm-hmm. So you know, what's the name of the company you work for? Uh, it is Fire Thief Productions. There you go. Shout are, out. We are going under a rebrand. Oh, fair enough. I will wait for the press release. Was it? Did too many people think that y'all were stealing fire instead uh, of creating? I guess so I mean, you can look if you got the word thief in your name. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna ask questions. Will you try to steal? There's follow-ups. Yeah, there's, people need clarification. Um, we uh, we watched the video again this morning. I watched it yesterday, and we watched it again this morning. It's good. Um, so is there the one that we watched had the intro with it? So is there a shorter version of it? Yeah, the I the, see. The int- it's essentially two songs in combined into one. The first one is like that instrumental. The instrumental, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I, from what I remember, it originally had lyrics, but oh, okay. Um, I oh, decided the, just to do, to do some something cool and not necessarily like super cinematic, but. 
just but something it, to try it out. It had a little bit of a feel of like a oh, score, sure. like it could have been a score. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dustin, he's also a composer, so I talked to Hilton about that off yeah. off off mic. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. I, I that's one of the coolest things I saw him doing recently. I was like, that's fucking rad. Yeah, man. he that's, does. That's like, very cool. Like live performances. Yeah, he's done a circle. At circle. Yeah, yeah, Circle yeah. Cinema. Uh, shout out to our good friend Chuck. Yeah. yeah, and of course, this uh, the video features uh, uh, Tulsa business Chimera uh, prominently, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been a, a, a great and kind of beloved fixture of downtown for several years now. Did you shoot the the playing footage in there? The uh, yeah, where was that? Oh, no, no, no. That okay. was the the second half of the video was at our studio. Uh, okay, cool, got yeah. it. But uh, soundstage, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we just we we knew we wanted to do a long take of some sort, and that that's one of the things that I was going to say was that the coolest thing that I'm glad we watched the one with the intro yeah. because that camera work was great. That yeah, that's yeah. that one shot, yeah. Um, and this one shot through the entire thing, yes? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One yeah. continuous take, yeah. That's, that's the, the what do they call it? The film nerd shot. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, man. Uh, they had a really. Uh, I remember I learned that term by watching the special features of waiting. Because they have oh, wow. a uh, they have a one shot in waiting, mm-hmm. um, where it goes like all the way through the kitchen into the lob, you know, into yeah, the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the floor and all that. And uh, yeah, they called it the the film nerd shot. Yeah, in there. Uh, every yeah, <laughs> every film student right out of film school, you know, wants to you know pull off some kind of crazy Wes Anderson long take. Shot. It's because it's it's really cool and it's fucking hard to pull off. It's hard to yeah. pull off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to like I spent couple of days like walking around counting my steps trying to time people don't understand the coordination and and the choreography that goes into just people walking through a shot Mm -hmm. while you're doing a one and it's also in slow-mo too so right i had to do some math and Slow-mo, like that, uh, like that sweet old wax video. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was a one shot. Mm-hmm. That entire video. Do you remember the the song California by Wax? No. I'm gonna wow. move to Southern California. That's it, right Spike there. Spike Jones did the video for it, and okay. it's a one shot uh, that just starts at a guy's feet, and it slowly pans out through the the course of the video to show a guy chasing down a bus on fire. On fire. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I remember that. Do you? Oh, yeah. I remember that video. Yeah. yeah. He also did the that Far Side video. He's done a, quite a yeah. few cool music videos, yeah. but yeah. Spike Jones was one of the first uh, video directors that really, in in my sphere and what I saw, was, was touted as taking it to kind of a next level. Yeah, because he was like doing doing neat and weird shit. Yeah, yeah. He started off doing skate videos. I was gonna say it. Yeah, that's, I think he brought that shit in where he was mm-hmm. like, "Man, I'm you. I'm doing this weird shit over here. Like, why can't we do that in a music video? Yeah, absolutely no reason on earth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did that uh, that crazy ludicrous video where oh, yes. he's like breaking all this shit and punching the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those explosions. Yeah, yeah, and of course uh, Weezer's Buddy Holly with uh, all the stuff from Happy Days uh, yep. inner yep. inner cut through. Oh, it. was that Spike Jones joint? That was Spike, that was a, that was a Spike Jones deal. Uh, he did something for Bjork too. I'm trying to remember which one he did for Bjork. Um, I'm gonna pull that up see if I can find it. Was it the one where she was yelling? That's definitely the one. <laughs> definitely that one where she made some weird noises. <laughs> Bjork is so interestingly weird. And oh, always, uh, oh, it's oh so quiet. Oh, so quiet. That, that is yeah. the one I was thinking of. Yeah. 
That's the one where, yeah, it's so quiet, and then it's not quiet. Oh, you think that's the one where she's yelling? Well, oh, I, the joke to. was that she's always yelling, but yeah. <laughs> that was the video I was thinking of in my mind. Yeah, we got to play Pluto for you sometime. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand she yells a lot. <laughs> she's very angry. She's very loud. <laughs> now, 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 now Google, why is Bjork so mad? <laughs> She needs to be celebrated. Yeah, to celebrate Bjork's Bjork. awesome. I do remember like the swan dress. Yeah, for, was sure. that award show like a it's probably VMAs the Grammys or some shit? Yeah. yeah, there was only I think how many are there? Award I don't know. Shows? It's like four. Too many Grammys, VMAs, Country no, Music Awards, so and the Kids Choice Awards, the Image it. Awards, the no, the, the People's Choice Awards, nope. the Nickelodeon nope. Awards. Who cares? Exactly. Man. We're gonna take something that's very subjective and give awards to it mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what i love about um the 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 the, the push uh and recognition 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 of diversity in pop culture is it's going to create this fun kind of demarcation line years from now mm-hmm. where we'll we'll see because you know like like my, my favorite right now is jimmy olsen Jimmy Olsen, Superman's best friend, reporter for the Daily Planet, yeah. uh, and he was—he's going to be—he was recently cast as a, a as a black man in, in 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 some instance. I don't know if it was a TV show or what, but and, and now people rail against that. And then obviously, th- th- there's going to be more of that because there's going to there's a, a push towards progress. It's constant, just the way society works, and I love it because it means that like 50 years from now, 60 years from now, you're going to look back on popular characters like Jimmy Olsen or Doctor Who or whatever, and you're going to like see like all this diversity in casting over over 50 years, over 60 years, and then you're going to go further back, and there's just going to be like the white guy era mm-hmm. of these characters <laughs> where you're like, holy shit. How weird is it that they cast 40 white guys and you're going to be like, oh, well, well, what you don't know is back then. Oh, uh, yeah. We <laughs> call that the whiteout years. Yeah. <laughs> that was when uh, everything was uh, just very, very white. It was yeah. super white. Uh, they were running everything. Uh, yeah, no, award shows. I feel like growing up in like the punk rock subculture and like that gave us a very early, we, we opened our eyes very early to the fact that like, Award shows and shit like that, especially like for music, uh, was just such a stupid and tainted and dumb shit thing because you're like, yeah. we knew like, okay, well, we know that the, the pool that they're taking from is very small. You know, the pool that they're taking their nominees from is is just whatever's on the radio, whatever's, you know, getting pushed harder by the major labels, whatever they can afford to market well enough to sell well enough to win a fucking award. To take right. the risk. Yeah, so, so very you know? early on, we were like, these this shit is so fucking dumb mm-hmm. because you already know that, that there's just this giant fucking market of of music that's not even taken into account. Exactly. They they, they dip into the homogeny. They dip into what worked before. Milk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they dip into the pasteurization. It's. I mean, it's, it's all art. Like, how can yeah. you make people that create art compete against each other? Yeah, exactly. It makes zero sense to me. Exactly. That's why I remember we always used to bitch about, because Viet and I, for the listeners, we, we played music together for many years. And we always used to bitch about having to, especially in Day by Day, we, we hated having to sort of pick a subgenre when people are like, what kind of band are you? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and we always used to, and that's why we came up with Wuss Core. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> was because we hated like, are you emo? Are you punk? Are you this? Are you that? And we're like, we're just fucking, we're just a band. Like, we're just a band. come see us play. Yeah. And then you decide if you like it or not. Like that's how. <laughs> like it was easier in the Butterfucos because it's like, yeah, we're a ska band. Like we we're we play ska. Right. But then in Day by Day, it was just a little. There was so much like different styles mixed together because yeah, we a weird time in music because it was yeah like pre like emo hot topic yeah stuff and then like right at the tail end of like the the, the punk rebirth the punk and like ska the, rebirth. The, yeah, yeah, yeah the rancid no effects bad religion right right <clears throat> when they got popular in the mid 90s you know well and there's a thing that happens where if you give yourself that label you 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 can automatically kind of alienate people yep. automatically or or, or 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 rope them in unnecessarily. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know, and you don't really need to do that when, like you say, just go to a damn show. Yeah, just, just give put it on a the shot. Song. Like, yeah, 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 just yeah. listen to it. I mean, it. we played heavy stuff. We played poppy stuff. We played for sure. We had like mm-hmm. very catchy, like sing alongable, like anthemy, oh, yeah. like pop punk, and then we had like some pretty heavy, like lots of screaming, angsty, like. Uh, I don't, I, I'm just now living on my own for the first time. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I got to pay taxes now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need my mommy. <laughs> yeah. well, and sometimes the song that you fall in love with for a band, uh, the first song you fall in love with is not indicative of their overall sound. Absolutely. Oh, no, you know, no. one of the biggest examples for me in recent years is thrice who can be just oh, a yeah. real heavy yeah, yeah. raw band. But one of my favorite songs that really introduced me to them is an acoustic track. Mm-hmm. And, and it, 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 it's not indicative of the bulk of their work they've had a great um arc as a band oh yeah oh yeah that remaster is immaculate and the just the fact that their style has changed significantly while Mm -hmm. still definitely sounding like the same band yeah um another i mean it's a silly example but um i thought that stone temple pilots was a band that their first four albums all sound significantly different from one another yeah while still sounding like stone temple pilots yeah um and you know when you can do that kind of thing it's really fucking cool when you're able to be like i'm gonna put out a like uh panic at the disco the first and second album night and day sounds like two different fucking bands yeah smashing pumpkins is like that yeah Yeah, they've had every album quite a a journey of, of of genre afi Remember how heavy yeah. they were in the beginning? Right. <laughs> uh, Pearl Jam, they went through a period where they, they, they seemed to kind of change their sound up and they, and they kind of found a new sound for them. Yeah, Eddie Vedder got real folky for a while. Yeah. He yeah, was absolutely. like, I want to do, do like Neil Young. He wanna, I want to be Neil Young. <laughs> well, and then I remember coming on the heels of the, the, the one-two punch of 10 and Versus. When they hit Vitology, they seemed to kind of like mm-hmm. go through a transition. Like they were kind of stepping away from what they were expected to sound like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and I think especially for a band like that, that was put on such a pedestal at the start of the, the grunge movement to be, to, to take that time and to say, no, we're going to sound like what we want to sound like was a bit of a and risk. You can come along for the ride if you want to. And I think it took a while for a lot of fans to come along on that yeah. ride. Well, know? I mean, <laughs> look where they're at now. Like it's still the same five dudes. Oh yeah. You know, decades later. Oh, yeah. and Pearl Jam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. out of all those those grunge bands, mm-hmm. like they yeah. they've made it out of there. Someone was saying that uh um what's this fuck? Uh Matt is he the Matt Cameron? Is that the drummer for Pearl Jam? I believe so. Uh yeah. that he might uh, take over for Foo Fighters. Oh, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. That'd Matt, be a good. He's a good drummer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's solid. 
He t- he was in he was playing for Soundgarden for a while too. Oh, that's I remember right. that. Yeah. 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 Fun stuff. Let's talk a little bit more about that video. Uh, in the intro, uh, oh, yeah. the newspaper. Yeah. Whose idea? That was nice. Um, I, I think it might have been Dustin's. Okay. Um, that was fucking funny. I yeah. kind of, I, well, so if you, I mean, I'm trying to give this the most justice, this explanation sure. as best as possible from Dustin. Um, Blood in the Water plays to just kind of like, uh, just like the capitalistic society that we have right now. Like everything's a hustle and everything's mm-hmm. about being the best at something. And um, so my, I took that kind of thesis and was like, all right, well, for this long take, like let's just make it to where, you know, you guys are walking through a normal day and all this, you know. All the hustles happening around. The hustles around. happening around you and you yeah. guys are just completely just oblivious to it all. You know, yeah. like it's not, we're not trying to take a stand or, you know, be mad about shit. It's just it's like. It's more about trying to navigate through it. Yeah, we're just trying to get through it. Like not all of us have the voice of the platform to speak out about mm-hmm. underpaid, you know, wages and mm. shit like that. So yep. yeah. that was kind of, so we had to think of a way to kind of like declare that without sure. saying anything. So the newspaper was kind of like, yeah, what if one of the guys was sitting on, you know, at a coffee shop yeah. with the newspaper and it said like, <laughs> shit sucks, shit getting worse. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> shit sucks and it's getting worse. I think is right. what Yeah. At the very, I think at the top of it, there's a, there's a, there was a subtitle that was like talking about like, uh, like you're still like, a loser. Oh, unless, yeah, there was you're that a loser too. unless you're part of like the hustle culture or something like that. It's a little bit further back, yes. back a little bit more. There okay. it is. Yeah. It is. So you're a massive loser unless you're part of hustle culture. <laughs> and then it, the, 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 um, Headline is shit sucks and getting worse. And then the sub headline is wealthy systems continue to infect policy and destroy the lives of working class voting a joke. <laughs> and then below that, it looks like uh, a different language. That's your standard, That's your standard uh, filler, that yeah. lorem ipsum Lorem-ipsum test yeah. text. Excuse me. Oh, which uh, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Whenever you see uh, that. Who's kind of, lorem ipsum? I don't know, but, <laughs> but, but their name is everywhere. How's that not a band name? I've, 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 it's got to be. We should translate that and see what that comes out to. Yeah, right? <laughs> Lorem Ipsum. Uh, I think it's a Kyrie eleison. <laughs> <laughs> All the facts. All the no, facts. No, 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 no. It's a placeholder um, text. I don't know what it means. Um, oh. But yeah, that the idea for the long take came oh, I think from it said it there. an old, uh, I think it was an old Arctic Monkeys music video. It's a long take and it leads to they're in a van and they go they get out and they start playing. I love this part of the song. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Imagery was great. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a really good song. Yeah, it's 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 a good riff. Yeah, definitely gonna have uh try and get Dustin on to talk about that too. Um what other what else are you working on right now? Anything else? Um we just finished so we the company I work for, it's a production company, but you know, we're very um, focused on like social and civil issues. So love that we don't we don't really do fucking car commercials. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, man. <laughs> like so, like it, it, our clients, you know, have to have a kind of a, a purpose, a purpose that we that we definitely back. So sure, we just love finished that. Um, 
two segments for Sesame Street. Oh, shit, yeah. That just went live this cool. week. Um, nice. Yeah, really happy with those. Um, and I'm working... Getting on that PBS tip. Yeah, so I also work... I mean, a bunch of documentary-based segments. And then, you know, we'll do stuff for, like, hospitals and, you know, public health campaigns and stuff like that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff cool. like getting people but vaccinated. But we do have and- some big stuff lined up this year kick ass i can't really talk about well whenever you can man just give me a shot we'll have you back on and talk about it for For sure sure. yeah um we had a bunch of trailers this week yeah Uh, we ended up watching an extra we're getting into movie season it's it's clearly true summer blockbusters around the corner if as it were and i'm kind of loving it too because and i i don't know i don't know if this is right i i do enjoy a good burger uh or a crappy (laughs) burger which is why sometimes i go to mcdonald's hello bing but um i know i don't i never use bing what am i that's ridiculous (laughs) You didn't bing where the nearest McDonald's was? <laughs> Lord, why? <laughs> my, my Google had to bing something. Uh, I, uh, hey, bing, set a timer. <laughs> hey, bing, where's the nearest McDonald's? I need a double three burger. <laughs> bing, can you pull up Google? I need to find a McDonald's. Hey, bing, can you start up Google for me? <laughs> pull, pull. That is really funny. Bing, will you pull the Google around? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, that's good stuff. I um the um <laughs> the trailers though. <laughs> Someone and I were recently talking about how that like the claim that it's all superhero movies is such bullshit. Because it's not. I there, mean, there was a moment where it felt like that's all it was. There's a lot of them. Yeah, and the big money now. It it was because there was a period where that was most of the marketing it felt like. Sure. The other movies just weren't getting as much push. Yeah. But you, you know, know what I realized? Is Studios that- were like, I need that, I need that fucking <laughs> I need that spandex money. <laughs> but, but we didn't we didn't watch it tonight, today even. So we it'll, it'll be something for next week. But Kenneth Branagh is about to have a third Agatha Christie movie come out. What? Like he's done like the murder on the Orient Express and oh, he did yeah. murder on the Nile, and now he's about to do like murder in the Alps or some shit. Okay. Another Hercule Poirot. I can't the the, the Come again? <laughs> That's not. Those, those words are impotent. Beg your pardon? <laughs> Poirot? Poir- I can't, man. That's My, okay. I can't do it today. <laughs> There's no French in this tank. The, word will, for- the world will, f- will forgive you. Hercule investigator guy. Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. From zero to hero. Uh, where's James uh, Woods and his racist outdated police uh, when you need him? I believe I saw I an older version of the m- Murder on the Orient Expe- Express. Not with Kenneth Branagh. Correct. Yeah. Like a, like an old black and white, maybe. Probably, you probably watched it in school. That's the kind of thing that no, I probably watched it with like my humanities class. Or, or that, well, really, what is a grandmother but a humanities class? <laughs> my grandmother, though, the greatest thing about her was she was like, let's watch this movie and uh, gives zero thought to content ever <laughs> like she was just like it's a movie let's watch a movie yeah. and so i watched a lot of movies i probably shouldn't have as a kid because uh, <laughs> grandma was just like oh who cares like i remember she used to be like let's watch this spooky movie and it would be like the fucking weirdest like 70s like it's like v. satanic vampire shit <laughs> like i watched so many weird fucking campy b horror movies with my grandmother is your grandmother how you saw killer clowns from outer space uh 
I almost 100% I saw it at her house, but she is not why I saw that okay. movie. Interesting. Uh, but I li- I stayed a lot over there, and uh, she had cable when we didn't, and yeah. so I watched a lot of that show. Man, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is, is a jam. That's a wild <laughs> if, you've a wild never, if you've never seen that I think one. I saw that randomly like on Skinamax or something. Oh, God. My favorite... My favorite thing about that movie, well, one of them is the opening scene with the old man where he finds the tent, or the 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 where the comet lands, and then he finds the the tent, and it's it's takes place in the eighties, right? But this guy is from like fucking Lil Abner, like he's literally like, oh come on, boo, we're gonna go find that comet, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> it's the fucking funniest shit in the world. I didn't get exposed to a lot of mainstream films when i was growing up but the, I, the the first movie i saw i remember seeing in an actual movie theater was less than zero. Oh wow oh shit okay My, like the robert downey jr yeah that yeah. is a that's not a kid's movie no definitely <laughs> not and barely like my, an adult's movie i can't remember it was one of my older siblings that took me and I, like they just had to Where take you, me. was it south roads it was that uh <laughs> that old movie theater that used to be at 31st and 129th. Oh, oh wow. damn. Okay. Like I was yeah. I was young. Yeah, yeah. See, I remember we went to uh there used to be uh the South Roads Annex. Mm-hmm. That was it's mm-hmm. kind of close to where AMC is now, but it's kind of like it was on 41st. Yeah, yeah. Um and wow. that place did not give a single <laughs> fuck. Joe and I went and saw Pulp Fiction there when it came out. We were 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were 13, and they were like, go ahead. Like We were like, two for Pulp Fiction, please. They yeah, were like, yeah. dope. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> the show. Enjoy. Uh, if you have any questions, please don't ask us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but after I saw that movie, I had a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> I came home, and I don't remember going to many movie theaters after that. <laughs> Mom and Dad were like, fuck, I don't want to have to yeah. explain shit. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I get that. I don't like having to explain shit to my kids. No, yeah, uh, that's why I vote the way I do. Just talk, kidding. Talking <laughs> to kids in general. No, I'm kidding. No, it's very easy to talk to your children, actually. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> people don't understand how easy it is to have conversations with your kids. Well, they like talking to you. And, yeah, yeah. And, admittedly, your your kids are smart. Not every kid is as smart as your kids. Talk, oh, there's some dumb kids. Talking to the dumb kids is tougher. There are some dumb dumb adults make dumb kids. Dumb adults do make dumb kids. <laughs> dumb in, dumb out. That's what dumb I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so we watched uh, the trailer for Fool's Paradise, written and directed by Charlie Day. Um, this looks like it actually can be really fun. It's got a lot of um, like classic throwback, like uh, he's playing a, a, a mute character. So it's it's all the physical attributes you love of Charlie Day without all the yelling. Yeah, but well, he's also playing a second character. Yeah, that but he's, it, like, it looks, looks like that too. second character doesn't get a ton of screen time. No. Because every time we saw him, it was the same outfit. It looks like maybe there's only a scene or two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, which is good because that's one you don't want to overuse. So right, right. the um, the premise is, is that Charlie Day's mute, um, you know, mentally ill character is thrown out on the street uh, thanks to a failing healthcare system, but is picked up by a tracks. movie producer <laughs> that tracks who who sees that he is looks identical to the star of a film mm-hmm. who is also a method actor who's currently refusing to leave his trailer. So the producer throws Charlie Day's character, uh, well, one of Charlie Day's characters in to stand in for the actor. Uh, and it leads to hilarity. The uh, cast is pretty mind-boggling. 
Well, it clearly, I mean, this is a Charlie Day uh, written, written, wrote this. Um, he is uh, not one of the did he, directorial did he, debut. Yeah, and this yeah. doesn't look like it's yeah, like a, written uh, and directed. Yeah, this is distributed by Roadhouse, so this isn't like a a, a big studio no. that's got a ton of money to throw at a fucking Edie Falco and a John Malkovich. And yeah, clearly, some so f- these are all people that are like, I want to do this project. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he picked up the phone for this. Yeah, because just listen to this. Uh, and called in all those favors for this one, <laughs> right? Because this list of actors: Ken Jeong, Ray Liotta, Kate Beckinsale, Adrian Brody, Common, Jason Sudeikis, Edie Falco, John Malkovich. I'm sorry, have I hit a less than top tier actor <laughs> or talent yet? Uh, Jillian Bell is so far the name I know the least on here. Jason Bateman, second from the last. Second from- <laughs> right? Yeah. Glenn Howerton, of course. Uh, a, 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 just a star-studded lineup through and through. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like Charlie's trying to do a little bit of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of that sort of uh, physical-only acting. Yeah, interesting mm. in that, you know, it's it's – uh, you know, clearly there's stuff to be said about mental health in this movie, but also it is very much a, this is a slapstick film in a kind of classic mold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's, yeah. I think this is Charlie Day flexing as Charlie Day, like how he wants to be yeah, or what he wants to do rather than like fucking Michael Bay telling you, hey, just be be silly. Be your dumbass self. Yeah, from- just can you yell more? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Which, and I mean, admittedly, I, you know, Charlie Day is an actor whose name has just been coming up more and more and more, and he is really, you know, and 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 maybe maybe this is something that should have happened years ago, you know, especially as you've got his show going into what, like it's 12th or 15th season already. Like how long is it's always sunny? Always sunny. Oh man. They're like, yeah, 15, 16. Yeah. 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 It's ironic that the, the movie poster says he's ready for his close up. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and cause he is, yeah, you know, yeah. 100%. Totally, he totally. is especially coming on the heels of stuff like the, the super Mario brothers movie. You know, he has been, did you see that movie he did with ice cube, uh, fist fight? No. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That yeah, was we, actually pretty fucking funny. Was it? Yeah. With who again? With uh, Charlie Day and Ice Cube, where they no. played they played teachers. Ice Something Cube. happens where Ice Cube's like, I'm going to fucking fight you. <laughs> and the whole rest <laughs> oh, yeah, of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Is, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where he uh, where he plays the the at the talent show with his daughter. Uh, she wants to do that song. Like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> you stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. Oh, yeah. Man, that was good, huh? Yeah, he was. Uh, it was really funny. All right, Charlie Day was in that that robot movie, Transformers. No, was uh. it Transformers? <laughs> it was the one with um, Charlie, the other Charlie from Sons of Anarchy, and it was like the robot fighting. Oh, was it like the Rock'em Sock'em Robot movie? Yeah, I forgot what. It was oh, called. with Hugh Jackman. Oh, um, huge Jackman, Re- real Jackman? steel. No, 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 Pacific Rim. Pacific That's- Rim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Doctor Newton Geisler. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember all those fucking names we used to come yeah. up with on all the fucking videos? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tristan Bunglethorpe, Bunglethorpe. <laughs> Marla May, <laughs> Marla May. Oh man, those were good times. Yeah, uh, I know. Like now that I work in like television and film, like. I always think back to those days when we were making those dumb movies and I wish I still had those tapes. Like yeah. every time I see uh Josh Lynch, like I I think of the the Every shorts. time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Can't talk about it here, but <laughs> shout out to the homie Josh Lynch. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I see him pretty often these days. It's yeah, he's uh, yeah. I've been I've worked with him a couple of times. Yeah. He's he's catered a couple of our shoots. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't know Josh Lynch, he's the owner of the Dog House, which uh, gives you some of the best dang dongs here in Tulsa. <laughs> he, he he's one of like the like 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 spirits of Tulsa. Like there's sure. a, there's a handful of people like Evan who are just like the, you know, if you know Tulsa, you know, these like five or seven people. And, right, right. and, and Josh, in my opinion, is one of them. I think Schneider still got all those, a lot of those tapes. He gave them to me. Okay, cool. And then they got stuffed in a box at my parents' mm. house. And I, I've searched for them. Believe yeah. me. And I can't, <laughs> I don't know where they're at. We'll find them one day. One day, yeah, one yeah, day yeah. they shall be unearthed. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that that's the that that's the kind of box. Like the, there, there's like a like a like a like a you know a, an Afghan covered table uh, in someday, the back of a closet yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's someday we'll find the social link of Urban Tulsa singles. Oh, I do have that. AKA sluts. I do have that. <laughs> oh man, I do have that tape. That was a good. That's one. a little. <laughs> 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 I'm waiting for when like I I I get huge and famous and win an Academy Award and and just play that this as footage as pops up, up and <laughs> waiting for my cancel moment and, right and I get lost you know into obscurity again yeah. oh man oh yeah there's no way there isn't some weird shit out there. <laughs> yeah, like I'm afraid of what I say in some of those <laughs> yeah. so we were drinking a lot, you know. We partied a lot. Oh, yeah. We had a video camera. That's, and that's the we were thing. we were like it was Jackass era where you just taped everything. Yeah. Uh, well, unscripted content, you know, a bunch of young friends. I mean, well, that it was is like a recipe. Five young broke dudes that lived in a house together. You hand us a camera, like yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, like we didn't have cable. We didn't have like uh, we didn't watch a ton of TV or like so we were always doing other stuff we were like playing games and like hella party and like yeah ping pong and darts and yeah yeah man we played hella darts especially hella darts. at the apartment mm -hmm. but yeah yeah whenever you don't have any of the other things to keep you entertained then you you you, you do more fun shit yourself well i mean when you're like 22 and like yeah you live in a frat house essentially like <laughs> yep like it a was punk rock frat house i mean if all of us are home it was a party pretty yeah. much oh yeah. yeah yeah it was on <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. weeknight doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter well i'm the best because that's the beauty when you're you know in in living with your buddies in your late teens your 20s whatever is is that it is that those are who you're gonna party with yeah, yeah. so getting home from work it's party time that's Hell yeah what, we sure. fucked that house up too. yeah yeah <laughs> I remember I you know, I spent uh, a summer living with uh, my buddies Graham and Vinny uh, in this little beach apartment in Florida before I moved to, to Tulsa. Florida. And, and the same deal. It was like get home, get a little bit of food in your belly because you know you're about to be drinking the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. And then it's whatever nonsense shenanigans you were into. You know, mm -hmm. for us, we, we were uh, we were into techno music and Super Nintendo. You know? <laughs> get home, get tanked, have fun, clear eyes. Yeah. Full heart to <laughs> loose. <laughs> Did you say clear eyes? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is the uh, actual thing? Raw eyes. Full full hearts. Clear mi clear minds. Clear hearts. I don't remember. Clear hearts. Full minds. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clear clear hearts. Full hinds. Well, clear hearts. Full behinds. Yeah. Ew, ew. Just means you gotta take a poop. That's all it is. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Going out. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeez. What were yeah. we talking about? <laughs> Fool's Paradise is that the looks movie fun. with Charlie Day. Looks good. Uh, definitely with that cast, of course, uh, going to be worth checking out. Uh, we watched a trailer for Disney's Wish. Um, Disney, 
like like any you know movie studio, they they put out bangers, but in between you're gonna have ones that that like don't quite hit it. You well, know, and this is interesting because a lot of folks are saying this is this is the hit. But, oh, but not you guys didn't react to this at all. Not really. Nope. Not yeah. really. I liked our, our maybe little, it was the trailer. I don't know. I didn't. It was a teaser, so we didn't get a lot. Right. The goat voice part was fun. Yeah, was very, but like we've seen that before. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Even right down to where his voice is deeper than expected and he acknowledges it, that's mm-hmm. because we've seen that happen before without mm-hmm, the acknowledgement. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that cute little animal sure does sound. Is, wow, he's a bass. You know, it's, it's, this is a, uh, a baby Herman scenario from Roger Rabbit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a Disney movie unless you have talking animals. Yeah. For sure. I guess that's the other thing, too, is normally it doesn't take magic to make them talking animals. It's just it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's what yeah. they do. They're like, no, no, no. If not for this floating little creature, animals would not be talking in this universe. They either talk. <laughs> this is based in reality, motherfuckers. I mean, even the ones that don't talk are just like hella pantomimers, like the little raccoon in Pocahontas. You know, mm-hmm. they, they may not talk, but man, if they can't. They know how to communicate. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they can. What's um, what's the, the game? Charades? Charades. They can charades the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two words. First word. Yeah. Nine syllables. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait. I think that scene has nine syllables. First word, nine syllables. <laughs> wow. Encyclopedia. <laughs> Is Disestablishmentarianism? There a yeah, that's like the only one that's going to have that like that many syllables. Because uh, that's words... Words, they, they, it's all like disincorporate, and then there's nothing for like oh, 15 shit. syllables. This is fun. And then there's anti-disestablishment. Speaking of big words, uh, the other day, uh, Eleanor was playing Roblox with some friends, right? And they're playing one of those games where like you're standing on the block, and for every answer, you get more blocks that make you higher. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah, lava yeah. rises, right? And so the bigger the word, the more points you get, right? So I just started looking over her shoulder, and I was like, oh, we're about to fuck these kids up. <laughs> and it's like, name a shape. And I'm like, dodecahedron. And she's like, how do you spell that? I'm like, just pull up the microphone, baby. <laughs> and then we fucking trollop them kids. <laughs> you got your, you got two your syllable girl. words. She's cheating at video games with you. Hey, look! I initiated. <laughs> She's also learning big words. Yeah, exactly. Now she knows. Now she knows what a dodecahedron is, right? Because I did have to I tell her what it was. That is. I'm that. like, I don't remember how many sides, but it got a bunch of sides. <laughs> All the fucking sides. She knew it was like a shape, like a trapezoid, but that it had a whole bunch more shapes <laughs> or sides. I mean, so maybe if this movie title had more syllables, I might be. A <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. wish. I wish you had a better name. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, coming on the heels of, uh, was it Strange World uh, was the last uh, Disney animated movie? Was it? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. And that one kind of tanked, so. I was going to say, I didn't see it. I, I didn't remember it at all. I have no idea what that is. Oh, yeah. was that the one with uh, Chris Pratt? Oh, maybe. Oh, no, no, that's Onward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Onward. That was Disney? Onward was Disney? I thought that was. Or was that DreamWorks? That might have been DreamWorks. Or Pixar or whatever. Pixar is Disney, though. Yeah, no. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently this had uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Dennis Quaid, uh, Lucy Liu, and others. Uh, but yeah, this one uh, came out in theaters and went nowhere. Oh, I yeah. Just, I yeah, no. no idea what nope. that is. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, and so, so a lot of effort on this new one to really kind of capture the magic and get audiences back oh, in. Oh, I and, see where they went wrong. And we, so, Dennis Quaid. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Can't get the Randy stank kids. off you. <laughs> kids are really into Dennis Quaid these Quaid. days. <laughs> you know who the hot voice actor is? Dennis Quaid. Oh, Dennis Quaid's in it? Let's go, Dad. <laughs> hey, Dad, can we go see the new Dennis Quaid that's, joint? That's what the kids love nowadays. It's the Forky Young White. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid. They, the kids like Fortnite and Dennis Quaid. That's, right. that's all they want anymore. Yep. Roblox, flossing, Dennis Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) Are they still flossing? Yeah. Still a thing? Yeah, not quite as much. They're still flossing. They're still dabbing. Because I remember this, the first Sonic movie. The you, first time Eleanor lost. dabbed in front of me, I fucking lost it. <laughs> it was yeah. the funniest thing I've ever Made seen. Made her sleep outside? No, I was like... Oh, you're into it. Okay. Yeah, it was fucking great. I was oh. like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get him. Uh, Did you see that John Oliver about uh, uh, Bitcoin, about crypto? crypto? Um, the second, yeah, cryptocurrency too. Where, and the guy that can't dab. <laughs> yeah, the old guy who couldn't pull up a, a pull off. A yeah, crypto dude that couldn't dab. Yeah, oh boy, Man. crypto bros like physically. Dab, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he did it really. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, did, he, did, he, he like, like high didn't move his head at all. Or something. <laughs> he like only like put his arms up. <laughs> uh, it was less that he wasn't physically able to, and more that like your your nerdy body wouldn't let you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> okay. like too stiff. Yeah. It's also out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like remember when? Remember when? Remember when Jay would try to like. Do rap music hands. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're too stiff. You're too stiff. Loosen up. Like Andy's Loosen robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just let the music move yeah, through let, you. Don't but, force it. But they're really trying to sell Wish to capture that Disney magic. You saw it from the beginning. I don't beginning know if it's going to work. Where they said from the studio that brought you Lion King, Moana, They Little were Mermaid. trying to remind you, hey, remember these good ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They mentioned Frozen at one point, talking sure. about the music. Um, and then the music, you did, you weren't impressed by it. I thought, honestly, I just thought that, like, especially the last line, it was so awkwardly worded and, like, the syllabic pattern, it just does not make for a, a sing-alongable, you know. I just, I, too, I just got there were too many words. Too many words in the. In I mean, the, they showed they showed the antagonist once. Yeah. The very beginning. And mm-hmm. you never see him again. So I have no idea. Oh, Mr. Fantastico, right? The, or or Magnifico. The Magnifico. Of, of this this conflict that she's got right and, and interesting that they they it was something about like him the, your wishes belong to me and 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 for that to be that what seems like it's probably an integral part of the plot to be so quickly presented in this first trailer mm-hmm. was kind of surprising to me right and take your wishes away and after that it's just like glitter magic yeah yep. and a little little talking kid and a talking goat yep yeah. and a and a lady who kind of sounds like uh adele dazim Oh yeah, <laughs> who's Adele? So wickedly talented. That's Adina Menzel, but that's when oh. when John Travolta tried to say her name, and he goes, "The wickedly talented Adele Dazim." <laughs> Did you never wow, see? That? Please no. pull it up. Please pull up John Travolta saying Adina Menzel. <laughs> Adele Dazim, the wicked. This is so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, twenty twenty biggest Oscar fail ever. <laughs> There will always be a special place in my heart for the movie musical and for the songs that create their most memorable moments. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie, Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. (laughs) 
<laughs> right in that moment, he's looking at the prompter and he goes, I have no fucking idea how to say this person's just, name. Just, just hurry the up and get it through. Wickedly talented. Fuck it. Adele Dezim. Cue the band. Let's go. Let's go. Adele Dezim. Fuck it. We'll do it live. So he was he trying to say Adina Menzel. And he said that. Adele Dezim. I mean, most of the syllables are there. They is are rearranged dis- so dyslexic? creatively. This is the moment he started losing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not dyslexic. More. He's Scientologist. Oh, yeah. Also, he was Makes losing sense. his hair way before <laughs> this. That's true. That is a 100% a wig. Yeah, John Travolta went bald before I did. Getting wiggy with it. No, 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 no. No, no. So Wish looks eh. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's just a bad trailer. Yeah, that's that's it's for a, sure. Yeah. Uh, we watched another trailer for Little Mermaid where we finally get a look at Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. And I love it. Me too. I am on board. Me too. And the I wasn't only sure. person, The only person that I would have more rather seen in that uh, role was Titus from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. He tried out to do the voice or something at some point. And there's a video of him singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. Oh, wow. And it's fucking amazing. He's so goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Melissa McCarthy is absolutely perfect for this role. And yeah, I think yeah. you know the minute that really grabbed me as well. And, and, and it was because she kind of quoted a line from the animated version uh, almost exactly, which is where when she says, um, uh, what is it? I'm going to pull up the line here. Did you belong to me? No, it's it's a little bit. It's where she says, uh, "You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself." Oh, yeah, yeah. Here she goes. Life's full of tough choices, and she goes in it, in it, and, yeah. and, and that was such a throwback, and and kind of the way that it was done in the original, but but not, you know, a slightly different that in it instead of isn't it, but she still put her own spin on it, and. That was- Life's right for the choices, ain't it? <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's what I want from these. I want it to be somewhere in that gray area between what I remember growing up and giving me something new. And this was that. It was somewhere right in between in that perfect little yeah. spot. And where- people are mad about Black Mermaid, and that makes me super happy. Oh, and, and that I could care <laughs> so less about. She looked great. Oh, and Ariel sounds wonderful. Great. She yeah. sounds amazing. Like this is the this is the thing, right? Like you cast the role and you give it to the most talented person. <laughs> and she was the most talented person, right? So fuck off. Well, and 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 I, to, I mean, but yeah, there's probably a little bit more purpose behind well, it than that. But and and, and trying to, to find the right balance between talent and representation 100 because i love the idea of kids being able to to grow up seeing characters that look like them you have know, you that, seen to, the reaction videos oh, of yeah. the little black kids seeing that yeah, little mermaid yeah. trailer that alone oh, should yeah. be reason enough to be like okay i'm gonna shut the fuck up about this right, one. Right. Well, like just shut the fuck up and i know the more that you get into the arguments around it it gets really turned around mm. and, and the one of the best examples to me is um the um uh, lilo and stitch casting is getting some drama right now because uh, are they doing a new one they they're doing a live action lilo and stitch just like they're doing live actions of so many everything yeah yeah and they cast people i i believe it's they cast people of pacific island heritage 
but who are light-skinned. So there's a lot of backlash against mm, the characters of true. Nani and 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 the 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 young guy I can't remember his name the surfer guy um, who are, are are fairly dark skinned in the original movie mm-hmm. and how they're not and then there's pushback like well they are still the right heritage even right. but they still don't look the part so now it it, it feels like it's kind of an, an opposite of one of these of what we saw with something like Little Mermaid where it's like so does the color matter or not. And I yeah, and it, I think that with like maybe the Lilo and Stitch, it might go more to like who's making the argument. Well, and you know what I mean because if it's yeah. just a bunch of like if it's a bunch of white folks well, <laughs> like trying to be you know trying to be allies or whatever, and like <laughs> you're going too far, like because that shit happens all the time. To me, it just it just goes. But to if show, it's Pacific Island folks that are like, hey, I got a legit beef about this, it's like, maybe listen. Can we just stop fighting about it? Yeah. You know, we, 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 we recognize the need for representation. So do it where we can. Some places it won't. Some places it won't go far enough. But I'm just so sick of fighting about it. Because yeah. the girl in The Little Mermaid was great. So mm-hmm. good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's going to be it's gonna be a good movie. Does she sing all the songs herself, too? I believe oh, yeah, I believe so. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then, and, and, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, it's <laughs> from what we've read, I believe. And there's going to be so many opportunities to do this going forward. So can we just recognize that it's obviously let's, a thing? Listen, it's been successful. Let's yeah. be ready to be mad about Stitch's teeth before we get worried about <laughs> right. representation. Oh, someone yeah. fix that grill. There is. A, I'm sure there's already a. Is there already a? Thing? There's already a clip going around that is. Oh dear God! Concerning. Dear God! I think it has. To, you have to look at who's 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 bringing this. Yes. Who's you making know, the art? That's ma- a big who, question. Like, yeah. Who's, putting this out there and if it's coming from a genuine origin then fuck what everybody else it's not for them exactly that's one that's like something i learned in film school like watching a lot of bad student films is that people mistake that this was created for them yeah that this art was created for them like yes look up a new stitch (laughs) i mean my kid loves this movie. Oh, the original's great. The original's great. I yeah. loved it. It looks like he's got... What the fuck? See? That's not it. No, it's, it's none of these. I'm not seeing it. There's one that's going around Reddit right now, and it is a very nondescript character. Oh, here he is. This oh, guy. Wow. Oh! That's the picture that I'm seeing. Huh. Allegedly, that could be our, our stitch, which to me, it looks a little plain, but it also looks very early concept. It's early, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. This is probably not the finished was product. Was this leaked or something, or was this yeah, an yeah. official? Leaked, uh, okay. yeah. Fans left horrified after seeing live. I wouldn't be horrified. Well, that's that's your clickbait title. Of course. That's, yeah. That, man, trying to get around, trying to learn to be better than clickbait headlines. Oh, on, I know, on social right? social media. Mm-hmm. That is a growing thing for me. For sure. Like, because I mean, I can't tell you how many times they're like, you know, like 12 things they got wrong about Black Widow. Oh, 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 oh wait, stop, Hilton, stop, <laughs> don't, don't. But then I keep scrolling and say like 17 reasons Hawkeye wasn't, oh, 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 you know, every time. Right. And I'll get you. Uh, well, I hope that's not the finished product. It's very cute, but it needs more colors. Yeah. Like S- Stitch isn't one color. He's yeah, got multiple yeah. shades. But that's a, that looks like a blue. young, a very young little baby stitch. Yeah, little little baby stitch. Yeah, that's a good point. Like maybe if they're, we're our stitch is more of like the angry teenager stitch. Hashtag not my stitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll come out. Watch. Oh, for sure. Not my. Of course. Not my stitch. 
Um, what else did we watch? We watched one more. Uh, yeah, we did. It was oh. for Twisted Metal. Twisted, Twisted metal, metal teaser trailer. Yeah, that's why I pulled up Little Mermaid was so we'd have one more. Because that Twisted Metal, I wanted a lot more. I mean, all we got was that Anthony Mackie drives a car and Sweet Tooth exists. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the visual of Sweet Tooth uh, looked pretty cool. It looked cool. Yeah. I wanted to see more car action because mm-hmm. there was like so many more characters in that just yeah. other than Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. So Twisted Metal, of course, if you're not familiar, was a, a series of PlayStation and PlayStation 2 uh, uh, arcade shooter games where you, you, you pilot a car in an arena, mm-hmm. driving around, firing weapons at other cars, trying to blow them up. It's essentially a, a demolition derby, except you all have weaponry. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where I imagine the plot is that this is some sort of maybe um, entertainment or uh, necessity for survival uh, type thing. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic action comedy. Uh, Apparently the premise for the show is in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, John Doe, a talkative milkman with amnesia, is given a mission to traverse the desolate world to deliver a cryptic package in order to stay alive. Alongside the assistance of Quiet, a rash car thief, Doe faces a life-altering opportunity, but, m- but must confront ruthless marauders in deadly and destructive vehicles to secure a chance at a better future. Okay. Wow, that is, mm. that's a plot. A that talkative a milkman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Are wh- milkmen typically stoic? Is that a milkman has not been a job <laughs> for <laughs> decades <laughs> since the refrigerator was invented? I believe right. that milkman ceased to be a necessity. Were they typically stoic? I don't know. I just know like a milkman hasn't been a job. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That's not a job. I think any opportunity that. Like unless it's like I worked for I work for Highland. Like okay, you're the milkman. I, you're the, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like the milkman, like delivering, dropping like like the fucking jars of, of jars milk of milk at someone's doorstep <laughs> in a fucking all white uniform with your hat. Right. Yeah. No, that's not a job anymore. No. I mean, even if it was, it would be bizarre I, and yeah. i know that because i've used that analogy when people are talking about like oh why we can't get rid of coal like oh we can't get rid of coal because what about the jobs and it's like look as technology and time progresses and a job ceases to need to be a job anymore you adapt like we haven't needed milkmen in forever and people aren't like what about the milkmen <laughs> That's that's a big save the milkman. Yeah, you're putting all the milkmen out of work with these goddamn refrigerators. <laughs> that's a thing though. Like, if you can't, that's so fucking funny. If your answer to like why you won't support something like you know um, better forms of energy is because we might put coal miners out of work. Don't you think? I mean, if you're a coal miner, don't you want? To, like to, to not be in, not yes. be in 100%. a hole. Yes. You're like, yeah, I'll totally let you train me to do IT work. Yeah, <laughs> I would much rather sit in an office yep. with air conditioning. Yeah, and have like an HR department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I could go complain about right. shit to. And not get the, the black lung. Yeah. Well, I just. I think <laughs> I've got the black lung pop. <laughs> It's just such a weird, it, like, it's such a weird fascination with capitalism to be like, how do, we can't eliminate that job. Yeah. What if that job goes away? Well, uh, that's also just like the 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 naivete of like 
eliminating a job means that a new job can't be created to take its place. Like, yeah. That's, right. you know, that's just being hard headed because you want your industry that you you're making money from. So it, fuck off. It's really, it, it's, it shows a lack of understanding and comprehension on such a deep level that yep. I, mm-hmm. I, I cry for the state of education. Like cognitive dissonance doesn't quite cover it. Yeah. It's like cognitive. Deep ass- down it's just people. They're just dying to be a victim and get angry about, something yeah like imagine being that co-worker and some some tech bro comes to you and is like hey man you want to work in solar you'll sit in a air-conditioned cubicle you know wearing yeah. your slacks and tie and making six figures a year fuck no no this no, is my I heritage support the, yeah. the coal mines this i'm gonna is- go back to my grandpappy did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm I pretty sure they're like, bucks a day. Yes, please get me the fuck out of here yeah. as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like a, that we got Thomas Hayden Hayden Church in this joint. Yeah, glad to see uh, gold, old, old uh, TH Church back around. What's uh, what was his character in Wings? Uh, uh, Lowell. 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 Yeah. Yep. Lowell. <laughs> and then uh, of course he was M O O N spells Tom Cullen. And that the was stand. one of the weird. Uh, like I've never really loved a lot of like especially laugh tracks it comes we've talked about that but yeah. that was one that i've for some reason watched as a kid yeah like i got into wings what mm. a weird show i know i watched like i remember him from ned and stacy like, <laughs> why did i watch that yeah. but then you got uh so sweet tooth played by uh wwe superstar samoa joe good for but, the size but voiced by will arnett odd choice uh, I get it. Will Arnett's got that real gruff. He's he can do that real gruff voice. Uh, oh, the, oh, oh, the guy, the guy in the Dodge Charger is going to shoot at the guy in the ice cream truck. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah, he pretty much nailed it. <laughs> Who said Hilton wasn't good at impression? I, I can that do Will Arnett. Uh, Nev Campbell going to be in some episodes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Neat. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I think that's uh, a couple of uh, other names that we've clicked on here before. Or, oh no, no, there's, they're not. There's not links. Excuse me. But uh, but yeah okay that's uh, that's about all I recognize. <laughs> Stephanie Beatrice is she's great. Too. Is she? I don't know yeah. her. So she's you got in, Will uh, Will Arnett she's is a, quiet. Okay. She's in Brooklyn Nine. Oh, oh, oh yes. yeah okay sure. So Will Arnett, voice of Sweet Tooth, and the second listed EP. Oh cool. So hopefully the comedy part's going to be pretty decent. Yeah, like it should be pretty funny hopefully anthony mackie also an ep on the show that's interesting mm-hmm. there's a lot of them a lot of people nowadays i feel like if you're the lead you're gonna get an ep credit for some reason or another you took like a pay cut always happens. they all take a pay cut oh, to yeah. get a credit yeah yeah, yeah. That's- so what's the benefit of having that extra credit is it an extra well some depending on the studio and the contract if you're residuals you, yeah you get they call it points I so see. you get at the back end after you get you get whatever the studio makes. You get right. rid of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, Kevin instead Spacey of just your flat that, fee for acting. Yeah, with with House of Cards. Like right. He took a pay. He I actually, from what I can recall, I don't think he got paid much at all for the acting role. For the act for House of Cards to yeah. take the EP role. Yep. Makes sense. Oh, are we going through the the uh, the history of the Twisted Metal games? Yeah, it looks like it really petered I, out after PlayStation Two. I think the one that I played the most was Black. Black, that was the one that came out with the release of the PS2. That was kind of a big deal. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I played sense the, ori- the very first original one. On PlayStation 1? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one, uh, the Twisted Metal 2, uh, and then 3. Uh, uh, oh, I guess in 4, we're all on uh, PlayStation 1. Wow, I forgot there was a fourth one. Imagine if they brought it back. Are they bringing it back? 
They could. They should, yeah. They yeah, why not? Should. Yeah, especially with modern graphics. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with online games. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's perfect for that. Just throw, you know, a, a dozen competitors Just make it like arena. a battle royale format. Yeah. You know? I mean, you've already so, got games like Rocket League where you've got, you know, mm -hmm. teams of vehicles playing soccer, soccer. against each other. Car yeah. soccer. <laughs> yeah. Go-kart soccer. Throw the guns back on it, and there you go. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Take out the ball, put in the guns. Yeah. America. <laughs> uh, I'm just still really sad that I'm not going to be able to play the new Jedi. Uh, Jedi Survivor? Yeah. Is that out? That's out, right? Yeah, it just yeah, came out it, about a week ago. It's not coming out on PS4, and I, I, don't got, I ain't got PS5 money. Come on, man. Man, I ain't balling like that, dog. <laughs> I got to wait five years until my friends feel years. bad for me and they all pitch in and buy me one. Right. Which is how I got my PS4. <laughs> I was still on a PS3 and they were like, this is fucking pathetic. Let's pitch in and buy <laughs> yeah, another yeah. PS4. It's 2020. We got to take care of this. Yeah. I got lucky with my PS5. Yeah. Like my, my tax return and my stimulus check like came in like. Mm -hmm. Same time. Perfect. I was like, fuck yeah. PS5. I'm going to start testing the waters. But like, Becky, my, <laughs> my game is old. <laughs> I can't play my Star friends, Wars. My friends are making fun of me because I can't play Star Wars. <laughs> well, what's nice is now they're available. You all, know? My, all my friends are ragging on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying the force isn't with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that you keep think saying I'll never be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it's for the show. Like, yeah, I, need, I need to play it for the show. Yeah. I need it. I need it so I can review it on the show. <laughs> exactly. It's a tax write off. Yeah. <gasps> you know, for the longest time, you couldn't even Wait. get them. Oh, oh no, oh no, no! I don't think it works like that. I don't. Think All we like have that. to do is start a show about a game. I mean, I, I do have a show about video games. I would be into that. I mean, I feel like there's a way we could write off a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is what destroys our company. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to mute this part out. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. company equipment. As we talk about tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I would never defraud the government. <laughs> no, no. I'll just, just ignore them like normal. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't really care if they owe you money. <laughs> if you don't file when they owe you money, they're oh, like, yeah. that's cool. That's chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you owe, yeah. which sucks, because ever since I started working in cannabis, I had to fucking pay them. Now you owe, yeah. yeah fucking assholes. Damn. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing in the world to be like, oh, I got to pay taxes for my weed job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that is, is very already strange. like taxed more than anything else. Oh, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's something like fifteen percent, I think. Already. Yeah, it's uh, you got eight percent plus Sykes. Like, yeah, it's like fifteen point five to something. That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. it's for the schools. It's for education. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, Haven't that, seen a fucking dime going to that. Yeah, that and the lottery money. Uh, <sighs> got to keep them dumb to keep them voting Republican. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's another show. Um, Maximum news right here on the Oil Ministries Podcast Network. <laughs> Solid. Thank you. <laughs> I almost forgot the name. <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, we can just wrap it up. Let's uh, let's, let's do pick picks plugs. and plugs. Yeah. So this is where we uh, uh, picks is like a pick of the week um, or anything you've been into lately. It doesn't have to be new. Uh, it can be a movie, music, TV, uh, a video game, a book. 
Um, basically, anything that you're like, hey, this is what I've been into lately that someone should check out that's worth checking out. And then plugs, of course, is anything you want people to check out or where they can follow you on the things. Uh, yeah. Hilton, did you want to start? Yeah, sure. Got to talk about my plugs. Got to say uh, Starlight Comedy Night is the second Friday of every month, always bringing the best local and regional comics to the Starlight stage. Uh, Laura Cook and I have got a great one lined up uh, for you, and I'm going to have the announcement later this weekend, so be sure to check that out. If you need more of me between me, I swear I am a professional communicator. And if you need more of me between now and Gifted Starlight Oratory. Comedy, I am indeed. Uh, uh, listen to my podcast. I've got so many. First of all, you can always hear me talking about The Office, all the action at Dunder Mifflin with my buddy Brian Sittler over on the People Person Paper Network. People Person Paper Podcast is the name of the show. The network is something totally different. Yep. It's all good. <laughs> it's going to start my, my office-themed podcast network where we oh, have we're only, a series yep. of office-themed podcasts. Show. We have the, <laughs> the Dwight Show. Chili with Kevin. Yeah. You know, The and, Creed Show is pretty sketchy. It's weird it's weird it's a weird show uh but creed himself does not is host the, so, oh the, okay uh the people versus paper podcast is the name no of it's that hosted show. by william charles schneider <laughs> it's hosted by the grassroots uh what well, go ahead uh, also, you can hear me on Stories with Mom every week, where my own mother, Elise Price, is telling stories from growing up and her weird and wacky adventures. Brian and I are hosts on that show as well. And then I'm going to have a brand new episode of OK Geek coming out this weekend, where I'm going to get deep into spoiler territory on the Super Mario Brothers movie. Huzzah! And, and that is, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe you mean to say, wahoo! Oh, yeah. Uh, and Sorry. That, of course, is my pick for the week. I have seen it. And without getting into spoilers, uh, I liked it. It is a fun uh, a romp with a million and one things to see, uh, whether you're a just casual Mario fan or you're deep in the games for, for many, many years. There's a lot to look at. All the, the cast does great. All the characters are fun. Uh, standouts, uh, as you probably are already hearing, are Jack Black as Bowser. And then for me, just Keegan-Michael Key as Toad was, was killer. Um, <laughs> but the whole cast is great. Uh, is the plot paper thin? 100%. It is as by the numbers as it gets. Uh, is there a million and one missed opportunities that you hope they pick up next time? Sure. For sure there are. But in terms of uh, how much pressure this movie was on uh i i see why they played it safe and personally i enjoyed it i'd say if you just want a fun hour and a half at the movies go check it out yeah i think that's the best way to put it it's, it's fun yeah yeah it's a fun i just want to i just want to eat some mushrooms and go see my favorite mushroom people uh <laughs> on screen for a little while i don't yeah. give a fuck about the plot right uh honestly yeah. like the fact that the animation looks so good and they and they've gotten so many of the like the staples of the franchise, you know, um, all of that shit is what made me so happy about it where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be able to forgive a lot um, if, if they get everything looking really great. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah it's it's really full great. of just Easter egg. And yeah, that, and I love that's what I'm uh, for this for me, like, and I think that's what this was going to be from the beginning. Like, you know. This this is just a a, a nostalgia vehicle that yeah. that they're just trying not to fuck up. Right, right. Yeah, and that's all they needed it to be, and that's and it came through in spades. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Um, and uh, that, was that your pick as that's well? That's my pick. Okay, yeah. sweet. So that's um, not really any plugs this week, other than uh, keep listening to myself and TJ Clark on Maximum News, keeping you updated on all the. Uh, Local and national politics. Uh, of course, the big story this week is going to be that uh, 
The Oklahoma Republican supermajority just shoved uh, SB 613 through, uh, which is now going to Governor Stitt's desk, um, where they're now going to be at a weird stalemate because Governor Stitt already promised to sign any anti-trans legislation that came to his desk, but also just said that he wouldn't sign anything until uh, some other shit happened. So he has both promised to sign this and also promised to not sign anything um, so that's going to be really fucking interesting to see which way this shithead goes. Sounds sounds about right for such a smart and talented leader. Uh, yeah, but uh, that is the bill that uh, is uh, going to directly affect my family uh, very heavily uh, in that it will criminalize uh, the care that we are giving our child. And uh, so we're definitely watching that super, super closely. Um, and then uh, picks. I actually had a couple. Uh, watched the new John Mulaney. Special Baby J, mm. uh, it's really good. I really, really like the way he went yeah. about it. Um, it's very funny, while also uh, it seems like an it seems like a pretty genuine attempt at being honest uh, about you know some of the stuff. Uh, maybe not necessarily about his marriage, but you know that's different. Um, <laughs> and then uh, check out Groucho. Uh, yeah. Check out Blood in the Water of the video, um, and then just check out their music because it's good stuff. Um, and then, uh, uh, I watched one of the wackiest episodes of Dateline that I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> and, uh, my wife reminded me of it and it's, uh, it's called dead man talking. Uh, this just aired like two weeks ago. Um, there's also an audible podcast called I am not Nicholas that covers this very same story. Um, but this is about a guy who the only way we could describe the level at which he lies is George Santos. <laughs> um, uh, and it's one of the fucking wildest shit I've ever seen. Basically, this guy uh, defrauded a whole bunch of people and then got uh, got in trouble for it and was wanted by the FBI and faked his own death and is now... Um, Pretending to be a Br- a British guy that is uh, paralyzed and on oxygen. Wow! <laughs> and there's a part where <laughs> wait, this is a, this is a Dateline. Yes, this wow. is a real story. Okay. <laughs> and there's a part where they're like, "Well, people are saying that you're this guy," and he's like, "But I can't breathe, and I can't walk, and do you want me to try and stand up?" And then he tries to stand up, and he clearly stands up under his own power, and then pretends to fall back. <laughs> and it's the fucking funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I am interested in that. What's the name of the podcast again? Uh, I am not Nicholas. I am not. Yeah, Nicholas. and I believe it's an Audible exclusive. Oh, uh, yeah, I believe it's on Audible. Um, uh, so give us a shout, Audible, if you want to give us a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Would welcome you back with open arms, Audible. Right. <laughs> uh, you were our, you were our business daddy one at one point. Well, and, and that clip about the where he stands up, it's I, a fucking funniest thing. I'd never seen it, and the one thing that I can one hundred percent take away is that man stood up before he fell over. One hundred percent on his own power, stood all the way up, and then was like, <laughs> <laughs> like they may as well they there may as well have been Hanna Barbera, like like those falling sound effects. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um, what about you? Picks plugs? Uh, I don't really have any picks. I mean. Check out that video. Yeah, I can, in I the can water. Plug, plug Groucho. Yeah, absolutely. Um, check out the video. We spent a, a lot of hard work on it. And it's really, you. really good. Genuinely, it's a very good video. Yeah, it, uh, and shout out to the the Tulsa Play Music. I don't know if I got that right. The Play Music Tulsa uh-huh. Grant. 
um, yeah, they're helping out a lot of artists. That's awesome. Yeah, so get those views up. Like, uh, any comment, uh, so. any places you want people to follow you or uh, not really follow? Uh, uh, check out pursuitfilms.com. There you go. We got some stuff coming down. There you go. Pursuitfilms.com. Pursuitfilms.com. The video is Blood in the Water by Groucho. And then playtulsamusic.com. There it is. More about there that. Play Tulsa Music. Uh, love to see people funding arts uh, in any way that they're able to. Yeah. Um, especially places like this where they try and stifle them so much. <laughs> yeah. But then they really want to be entertained. That's the right, ironic I know, thing. I know. They're like, ah, oh, why can't I get good entertainment around here? I fucking wonder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to basically do whatever we wanted. So that that's was beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for coming and doing the show. Yeah, thanks thank you for um, having me. Yeah. As soon as you have an update on uh, on the rebrand and all that stuff, let us know and we'll, and we'll be glad to have you back yeah, on and talk hang about out again. that. Sweet. And other than that, Hilton, you got any uh, closing words? So I'm I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go back to the backyard and, and I'm gonna see what's on those gold plates. Hell yeah, plates, baby, plates. Take it from me, I love you. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta pee so bad.